Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. It's great to have you here with us again. Thanks very much, Matt. It's great to be here. So next week, of course, uh, a very special week, I think, not only from a Valentine's perspective, but also from a, a market's perspective. But uh, without being too cliched, as you look into next week, is it going to be all roses for markets? Well, absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Matt. But after a week of reflection following the hectic events of the week before, much of the price action this week has been driven by the debate over the inference of the respective central bank policy decisions that we saw. But also, uh, given the Bank of England and the Fed in particular gave increased weight or emphasis to the evolution of the data on monetary considerations and the proximity of terminal rates from that perspective, then also the data comes back into focus. Now, markets have thus been very focused on last week's payroll data and now more actively on next week's US CPI print on Tuesday or Valentine's Day next week. From our perspective, the January payroll data is anomalous, distorted by weather, strikes uh, and most significantly by a seasonal adjustment. After two years of year-end COVID lockdowns, the validity or the reliability of which uh, should at least be acknowledged. Now, daily headlines of large-scale layoffs by US companies have been discounted by markets, but we would argue that tightness in the labour market at the low end of the pay spectrum is not reflected in the middle. And thus, labour market tightness does not have the linear implications for wage growth or consumer demand, and thus inflation as it otherwise would have, particularly as we see significant asymmetric downside risks to demand from elsewhere. So next week's CPI print, therefore, will be key to the recent market dynamic. A higher payroll number drove US rates back up, the curve flatter, equity markets lower and the dollar higher, all counter to what we see as the dominant themes for 2023. Expectations are for inflation to continue tracking lower, and this will be the key focus for next week. Secondly, it will also be a big week for the UK. After the Bank of England raised rates 50 basis points on February the 2nd, markets have marked term yields lower and priced a rate cut around the end of this year. Now, in the UK, the debate is very clearly about upside risks to inflation against a clearer downside trajectory of growth. If those upside risks do not materialise, then rate cuts will likely be required from the Bank of England, as encapsulated by the Bank of England's projections for inflation close to zero at the forecast horizon conditioned on market rates. Therefore, this data will be key, uh, will be a key focus for markets. Employment data on Tuesday, inflation data on Wednesday, and retail sales data on Friday. Important data to gauge the progress of this inflation versus growth trade-off on the appropriateness of monetary tightness in the UK. And finally, the Bank of Japan. Also on Tuesday, we get the formal nomination uh, for the new Bank of Japan governor. The choice of new governor is very important on the implications for future Bank of Japan policy. A continuation of the Arbonomics maximalist easing stance uh, or a less activist candidate, more sympathetic to a policy normalisation, the end of yield curve control that has significant implications for rates and the yen. Rumour at the close of this week is an academic and former Bank of Japan policy member, but we'll all find out next week uh, and markets will react accordingly. So some big events, uh, big data uh, and another big week uh, for financial markets. A big week indeed and lots of focus on Tuesday on all fronts really. So in between that though, we have the weekend. I probably don't really need to ask you where your focus is going to be fair, but just for fun I'm going to. 
What have you got your eye on? Absolutely. I think you're, you're absolutely correct there, Matt. There is some cricket. The culmination of the India-Australia test from Nagpur after a very terrible start from the Aussies. Very different conditions, of course, but maybe a heads up for the Ashes this summer. There is another full premiership schedule kicking off at the London Stadium as West Ham host Super Spenders Chelsea. And I should have just enough time to get from Stratford to a suitable television screen in time for the rugby. With Ireland, France, followed by Wales, Scotland, and then on Sunday, England host Italy. Can't wait. Absolutely. Shaping up to be a very interesting Six Nations season indeed. Thank you very much for your time once again and for outlining your thoughts. Enjoy the rugby and I look forward to catching up with you again next week. I certainly will. Thanks very much, mate. Thank you for joining us for the long and short of the week ahead. Further insights are available on our website, horizonsljcapital.com. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead. Information data and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Horizon SLJ Capital, Horizon Capital or the Intesa San Paolo Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed to professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell, or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or any derivatives.